0: Today on Recur Now, we catch up with the happenings of Sir Walt Disney. We also ask our crew to name their price for how much I'd have to pay them to be a totally remote employee. From ProfitWells Boston HQ, it is Thursday, September 5th. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a
1: beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, your recurring revenue headlines with Grace. What to expect at Inbound 2019, a guide to homegrown billing, and a special announcement by Me. We're breaking down today's top subscription news. Inbound 2019 is here. Thanks to HubSpot, industry professionals are putting their heads together in Boston to talk everything marketing and selling. Inbound is stacked with speakers, from main stage celebrity acts like Chelsea Handler, Janelle Monet, and Elizabeth Gilbert, to HubSpot's own heroes like Darmesh Shah. We'll be living vicariously through attendees with the hashtag GrowBetter. If you're not at Inbound, maybe you've got some time to curl up with a good ebook. How about Build vs. Buy, the CIO's Guide to Subscription Billing? In this guide, Alvina Antar reveals three risks to building a homegrown subscription billing solution and how to maximize billing for the long term. You can download this ebook for free on Zora. Let the good times roll at Chargebee. It announced a new round of funding raised from Steadview Capital last week. Chargebee kicked the work week off with another special announcement. It's hosting its first ever design event of the year, designing for fintech, The Indian Journey. And now back to Abby to go keep on Disney.
0: Our beloved pals at Disney in August released a date, prices, and supporting devices for a Disney Plus subscription, with the much-anticipated launch happening November 12th, running us $6.99 in the U.S., about half the price of a standard Netflix sub, and closing a deal yesterday that offered the content for under $4 a month. And although the launch will feature an influx of originals from its own studio, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel across a ton of streaming platforms, but interestingly enough, so far not Amazon, and has been generally met with grand reception, Jonathan Trugman argues the expectations for the streaming platform should be tempered. How so? He points out that streaming isn't about making movies or simply having them on your platform anymore. It's about the complicated digital delivery of video in HD and Ultra HD formats, a challenge masters of video delivery deal with every day. And infrastructure build-out and signal delivery is no small task when there are tens of millions of users watching different things at the same time, and different binge-worthy schedules on different kinds of devices. Especially when competing with monsters in the space like Netflix, Amazon, and YouTube. He also reminds us that Disney isn't known for their edgy side, but they'll very likely need to start pumping out some binge worthy content in order to keep afloat. Watching Disney's transition from big motion pictures to cost effective, quality digital content will be interesting. What do you see in Disney's future? What will their biggest hurdle be? We have high hopes for our Mouseketeers, but we'll have to keep an eye out to see if Disney Plus spans the streaming world and just how successful their cult following, as well as newly swayed fanatics will make this potentially colossal drop.
1: And that's a wrap on your subscription news for September 5th. We'll have more recurring revenue news for you here tomorrow. And now a teaser for trade-offs with and Shaw.
2: Profit Well and Product Habits present Trade-Offs where SaaS founders Patrick Campbell and Heaton Shah joined pricing and product forces to uncover the biggest trade-offs of industry players like Talk about Spotify! With data They just love Spotify and they call it my music. So it's like I love Spotify more than life. With knowledge
3: I could not tell you what I would use if I
2: wasn't using Spotify. Subscribe to the show at producttradeoffs.com and get episodes sent straight to your inbox or wherever you receive podcasts. Hey.
0: And now, our ProfitWell crew plays a game of name your price. Today, we've got Andrew Gear, Ian Black, Neil Desai, and Gina Egginson, along with myself, to weigh in. All right, how much would I have to pay you to work remotely full time for a year? You could not come into the office, could not see your team members unless it was over, some sort of video conference. But to
4: clarify, you could work from anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Wonderful. But we're not
0: paying for it. I'm not paying for I'm not paying for your stay. Like you could work from home and it would be paid for. But if you're going to Bali, we're not paying for your to Bali. Gina, do you sure. like to start?
4: Yeah, I can start. hundred uh, K. Honestly, I just I would just want to travel and that's just travel budget for a year of traveling, not doing like hostels. Spend a year seeing the world. My team can, we can zoom. They'll see my face where I have good enough internet connection to have the camera on. And where I don't, they'll hear my dulcet tones.
3: <laughs> I'll need $250,000. I also want to travel the world, but I'm not trying to stay in any hostels either. Airbnb <laughs> Deluxe, you know?
4: Someone's bougie.
3: Uh, yeah, and you know what? I like our office. I like the people. I like the energy it gives me. I am a, a creature of habit. And, uh like being focused at the office. So I need a quarter million dollars to make this happen.
0: For sure. I said 12,000, an extra thousand a month. I feel like I totally agree. I maybe should have said higher, but I, I agree, I think like there's something with the office, being in the office, seeing your team that just like is totally different, especially with the nature of what we do or at least being on the the creative team, being in person and collaborating in person is is so different than than totally remotely. And I just don't know if we'd be able to get there. And a full year of that is a lot of potentially lost time.
2: Yeah. I said 50 grand. Um, I would say part of this is that I am not a fan working from home in general. I'm not a big remote guy for the, a lot of the reasons you guys mentioned, I like the energy of the office. I also have difficulty disconnecting from work when I work from home. Before you end. know it, it's like 7, 8 p.m. and you're still kind of going. There's not really like that dividing line. And then if I was to work remote, these, a lot of this would be travel expenses and not quite as bougie as, my, as the folks on the far <laughs> left here. Or you my just left.
4: aren't thinking big enough in terms of where you <laughs> can go and the fact that you can fly business.
2: Whatever. yeah i'm looking for the kilos. bare minimum here um but anyway i think 50 grand i can you can travel really well in you know the places i want to go aren't that expensive you know southeast asia i mean europe's expensive but kind of kind of done that
4: we can talk about europe and where you're going with but, that money
2: no i said not europe oh, okay yeah but cheaper you also have places to, to live okay. you can live lavishly with 50 grand in a lot of places that are really nice
0: you also have to think about like switching costs location-wise because you're not just tra- you're still working full time. So I know you guys are all dreaming about traveling, which I fully respect. But when do you get there? And then do Weekends. you get a new home every time? I mean, I know Gina's all about moving. Airbnb yeah, deluxe. honestly, this is
4: very not difficult. You're saying this like it is, "Oh my god, Airbnb I, the, deluxe." Yeah, you're gonna living have- out a suitcase. Yeah, okay. All right, maybe Stop by reassess. home every once in a while and change what suitcase you have, see people. But you're still working a full-time job. I understand.
3: she just Gina, got this. Are, I, you I, really do. I'm I, impressed. I, well, I'm you, changing work, changing you
4: work between, depending on how busy your week is, you work anywhere from 40 to 60 hours. Okay. You know, I don't want to do the math, and honestly, I don't know offhand how many more hours that gives you in a week uh, to go explore. A handful. How much do you sleep? <laughs> I'm just picturing mo- relocating...
0: The every weekend. That's what. No, it doesn't have to be every weekend. Okay. Who's putting these constraints right, on We'll you map could. it out. We'll talk. Andy. Cool. Uh,
2: I went with uh, fifteen uh, grand. I uh, I wouldn't travel everywhere. I think <laughs> I'd pretty much do what I already do, uh, which is a little bit of travel. But that would still give me a little bit of money to make a nicer office to kind of help disconnect, um, like at my home, and then maybe just try to get out a little bit. Because you just can't be secluded all the time. So a little extra money to try to do some different things. But pretty reasonable.
4: Would would you use any of this money to pay for a WeWork or equivalent shared office space? Mm, Likely not.
2: I'd probably tell myself I would, but I wouldn't follow through with
3: it. WeWorks in other countries can be quite delightful.
4: Yeah, Mm. this is why I ask. Because to answer your question, Abby, the really good way to get to know a place, the same reason that it's fun to stay in hostels is because you get to meet other effectively nomads. Yeah, that's a that perfect place. traveling. Yeah, we right. were just... That's very true. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: But you could find a
2: meetup online too for free okay, and then go to but a coffee totally shop yeah, for my, free and they're all fr- doing the same things too. Well, your with Christ.
4: your 250 grand, you'll have the money to bring Air- your whole Airbnb
3: thing. Deluxe, Gina.
4: <laughs> so you would never... So here's a question. You wouldn't work from your
3: current
0: home remotely for a full year for any sort of money about
3: a quarter million dollars oh. Well, oh what would that price from be from
0: home
4: like you could just have curiosity would I have to stay in Boston or could I continue traveling current, the normal amount I travel normal amount that's fine but
0: on the, your day to day you'd be in Jamaica playing at your apartment
3: no that's lame like it, no so you I, wouldn't no because I, I, I like the energy of the office I'm a creature of habit right I like being here so
0: you're saying the benefit of travel outweighs the benefit of
3: and any qu- time being sold and a quarter million dollars <laughs> right yeah, yeah.
0: And there you have it, your September 5th episode of Recur Now. Check back here tomorrow where we do it all again. And if anyone you know wants in the know, send them to RecurNow.com.